Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, my name's Chris Paul and I am the CEO and founder of Man on Inverclyde, a mental health charity based in Greenock in the west of Scotland. And we're bringing you this message today to raise awareness of mental health and raise awareness of our charity and how we can maybe support you, your friends or your loved ones if you need it. Now, we started off as a suicide prevention charity and we're continuing that mission. We want to break the stigma attached to mental health. We want to break the stigma attached to men's mental health. And I know that a lot of men will be listening to this podcast. So please get in touch with us via Manon and Verclyde on social media. Um, you'll find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. If you're not on social media and you want to get in touch with us via email, just type in support at manoninverclyde.com. Our landline here is 01475-910258. So yeah, get in touch with us if you're struggling with your own mental health or you're concerned about a friend or a family member. One of our staff members are volunteers here to support you. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the Gallant Few Rangers podcast. My name is Mason Stewart and I'll be your host this evening. This is a live stream, so please get your questions and comments in. Got that in early because I uh, got through that last week. So, yeah, guys, please get your questions uh, and comments in and we'll try and come to as many as we can. And the mood this uh, Sunday night compared to la- last week is uh, night and day. So, uh, Rangers, keep it up and, and, you know, make sure you don't ruin our weekends. So, uh, but first of all, let's, let's introduce the team tonight. Uh, starting with Davey P. How are you, Davey? Smashing, Mason. Yep. It was uh, Ibrox yesterday. was a lovely smashing day. The sun was shining on the righteous. And the, the mood in the stadium was just generally 
we are the people. It was, uh, it was because obviously Wednesday's result, we were all feeling quite good about ourselves pre-match and the sun was shining, you know, strolling along with a spring in our step. I actually skipped from the pub to the ground. It was that good. <laughs> Just on that, um, it was something obviously living down south, I don't experience, but was there a general sort of buzz around Ibrox yesterday before kickoff? Yeah, there was a kind of feel-good factor. There was a wee glow about the place. You know, everyone's feeling quite pleased, you know, that we've managed to get over that line. You know, yeah, there was. There was. It, it was noticeable that there was a, a feel-good factor around the place, It was, which was good. Brilliant. Hopefully that, that continues and we've got the result that, that sparked sparked our season, as we said, uh, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday night there. Next up, uh, Davey T uh, from, from Holland. How are you, Davey? Yeah, great. But I don't know for Holland. I live in Germany. But um no, I just live in the, the German border, so the German Dutch border, so I I make I make that mistake as well a lot. But, uh, no, great, still yeah, still buzzing from, from Wednesday. Uh it was having a spring in my step all week, so uh, but, but see, when you when you're at the, when you're at the games or watching on Rangers TV, is just a, a big big difference, and that's uh, that, that I miss that when we're at Ibrox. So, but anyway, it's uh, keeping great and uh, looking forward to always always look forward to talking about Rangers. Yeah, the life. There's so much positivity um, going around around the club at the minute, and as I say, it's yeah, brilliant. Um, next up, we've got Craig. Craig, how are you? I'm not bad, not bad, Mason. Uh, thanks for having us on. I had a wee chuckle to myself here. It wasn't that long ago that Germany forgot that Holland was the part of Germany as well. So, uh, But aye, uh, I'm good. Just like Davey was saying there, um, it was really, really nice to be at Ibrox and to start feeling uh, a lot more positive about the things that are, that are happening at our club. Um, I, I think I make no bones about I was very highly critical of the, the lack of movement um, kind of during the pre-season and I thought that it was a bit late but um, the time that it's taken the, the team to proper kick on um, in jail um, it's, it's been quite impressive actually so I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of buzzing about what's what's ahead over the next few weeks I definitely got you know looking at the fixtures earlier today with, with the Champions League uh, fixtures coming in which we'll come on to a little bit later but it's such an exciting um, sort of two games a week till, till November the 16th, I think, um, where, where the World Cup. So, yeah, it's just really exciting time. Um, just hopefully we, we keep racking up, racking up the wins. Um, talking of wins, DBP, let's, let's, let's start with a, with a game Saturday, uh, yesterday, um, a 4-0 win over Ross County. Uh, the only change we made was Glenn Kamara in for, for Scott Wright. Uh, sorry, Scott Wright in for the injured Ben Kamara, which meant Lundstrom was sort of sitting in that sort of number four position with Tillman and Lawrence ahead of him, which is something that I think a lot of us said that is something we want to see against teams like that at Ibrox. But we'll start off from 17 minutes in, James Sands already on a yellow. Was we fortunate to get away with that and, and should he have been sent off? The answer is probably yes, but I'm denying it because uh, it's uh, because I'm allowed to, because I just don't vote for Rangers players to be sent off. So was a decision that could have gone either way. And clearly we didn't get last week's, but we got this week's. So the chappy who I was sitting beside was absolutely insistent, you know, that Sands should have been red carded. And I always felt a wee bit betrayed, you know, so don't, don't even mention that because, the, because we shouldn't have Rangers players sent off. Just shouldn't happen. 
But the yeah, we did. It was a. Uh, it, it didn't look good from from where I was in the club deck. We had, we had a wee wrestling match, and it, it certainly looked like James Sands got away with one, and, and we did get away with one. And you can see in Gio's uh, vote at half time was you know we didn't risk another uh, J- James Sands challenge, so he got off. And but it was good to get uh, King on, and uh, the boy looks uh, he looks the part. So it was kind of a good ending to that wee story. We get. Forty-five minutes for for that boy, which was uh, which was good. Yeah, I mean, Mason, can I come in on that? Yeah, I was to, to, totally agree that the second foul was a yellow card, and with the first yellow card, he shouldn't have. But that first tire, that first yellow card was never a yellow card. Are you going to start getting yellow cards for just anything now? The first, I mean, I, I totally agree. The second was 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 yellow, but the first yellow, the first yellow card was never a yellow card. So in my eyes, it was just an even up for the referee. He thought as well. Oh, the whole thing together is not worth a red, and that's that's why he didn't give that foul. That that's that's my opinion of it. No, I agree. I think the first one's really harsh because Goldson is behind him as well. I thought that he thought it was harsh, but. I just think to give a yellow for the first one and not to give anything for the second one, it again, just sums up sort of the, ref- the inconsistency of refereeing. Um, really poor. I did think we got away with it, but um, we was all done well last week. So they say these things level themselves up. So that's exactly sort of what's happened there. David T, sort of staying with you, um, we took the lead four minutes after that uh, through, through John, John Lundstrom uh, that took a deflection, but... The build-up play to that goal, um, we'll go for all the goals, but the build-up play was from McLaughlin where the support you could hear when he got the ball was 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 he stayed calm, um, plays it into Tillman. And Tillman, for me, is I think all the signings we've made, we, we've made some good ones, but Tillman, for me, is so exciting. Um, his strength, the way he sort of turns, and we get a goal through that. Um, what did you make of, of the start um, after, after Sands' uh, decision to, to stay on and, and the first goal? Yeah, I know. Um, the, the 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 first goal, I, I don't know whether, whether people will remember what I say in these points, probably not, but I said a few weeks ago, I, I said about Goldson, when Goldson comes running through, he should shoot more, we should shoot more from outside the box because sometimes it gets a deflection and can go in. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, Lundstrom took the, the, the chance to shoot from outside the box. I mean, I think it was uh, about, what, 25 yards? They hit it from, and uh, it, the guy thought, "No, oh, I can header that away." And all he did was put his own goalkeeper off the the where the ball was going and headed it in the net himself. And that's a, I mean, it's Lundstrom's goal because uh, the shot, the shot, well, it might not be green, but it was on target. So I mean, it's Lundstrom's goal. But um, no, that's that's we should be doing that more often. And I, it still annoys me. Um, that Connor Golson comes through. I mean, in the last few, I mean, it was <laughs> he missed a chance that that Cholak put onto him, uh, and and he was right virtually on the goal line, and he, he just came through from the from defence, running right through, and missed that chance. But that, that, that he gets so many chances where I think he can hit them. He, I mean, you know, Golson can hit them when I mean, he passes a ball about eighty yards, so he knows you know he can hit them. So I don't I don't understand why he just doesn't. And it's funny we were talking last week and we were saying, are they learning not to shoot? And then all of a sudden, maybe Lundstrom was listening to this program. I don't know. Maybe it is definitely a criticism though of of us um, 
sort of before yesterday. I think we had 32 shots yesterday, so can't criticise them at all for yesterday. But it is something that we, we haven't done enough, and all it takes is a little nick, and we've you know we've broke them Ross County down, and, and that's sort of it's just a case of how many then. Craig, you know what, sorry, Mason. You know, you know what with, with, with um, Tillman as well. The great thing, see the anticipation of the guy. That is absolutely unbelievable. I mean, that's what got us through on Wednesday, because he anticipated. You seen him moving to the to the to the uh, PSV player before the keeper even passed it to him, and it was the same a good few times on Saturday. His, his anticipation is so good that uh, that he, he wins the ball when uh, when nobody expects him to win it. Yeah, I think with Tillman, his physicality as well helps him. I think he's so suited to Scottish football, and and he's technically always looking forward, which is which is massive. I think he's just going to get better and better, and um, you know, I'm really promising uh, from from Tillman. Craig, we, we made it two um, ten minutes after uh, through that man. I've had to name the show after him because I think we, he deserves a sort of a lot. I think all three of us will, will come onto him at, at one point. Um, a lot of support, as I said, writing him off. Early doors. It didn't help by the, the, the comments of Mark Haley that we've we've all spoke about. We won't go over that again. But seven goals in seven. Um, Scott Rat, who I thought played quite well yesterday, puts it puts it into him. But but the finish is it's a, it's a little bit of a strange finish. But I think when you're just you're putting the ball in the net, it's just a case of you know everything's rolling for you. And for one point eight million, and you see some of the strikers get that are getting banded about down 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 here. Um, to get him for one point eight and then sort of to get that outlay, I'm I'm really really excited by uh, Trolak and, and by a comment here it's just calling Golak uh, Golak. So uh, love that. But what, what was your thought on, on the, the second the, the second goal to finish and, and sort of Trolak, um, you know, as a signing altogether? I uh, I think I've, I've it's funny. See, before I went to iBooks yesterday, I was just messing about on on my phone and I went on his Instagram and I was going through like the historical videos that he posted and uh, a lot of his goals are very, very similar. Um and and it's like he's, he's like a carbon copy of Chris Boyd in his prime, where it's like he even when he's one on one with the goalkeeper, he just seems to hit it the right way. It's, it, that sounds like a really rubbish way of describing it, but he just knows how to hit the ball to get it on target and get it in that net. Um, and you said it was a really strange kind of way of taking the shot. And it just kind of sums him up that by hook or by crook, he's going to take the shot and it's going to go on target. Um, I mean, we've seen him, the, the Livingston game where he, where he scores the header, um, a fantastic goal. And really, really disappointing that that didn't come, come out as an actual um, goal. Because it's like, see when you actually look at his goals, I, I, was, a, I was a big critic, a big big guy for criticising the, the, the Celtic forward, the Japanese boy, um, won't name him, um, last year for being a bit of a poacher. But there, there is a proper art in that. Um, you have to be constantly looking to be in the right position. Um, you need to be on your toes. Big Kolak, Cholak, see the amount of times that it's, it's, he doesn't even take a touch. He just wants to get it on target. Um, just a wee thing on Conor Goldson as well. Do you know, it's quite frustrating as well because he, he actually started out his career, I believe, as a striker. So the, there is no reason for him not wanting to take shots and stuff. It's, it's been it's been heartening seeing him um, go up the park more. He's, he seems to be wanting to do that more often. And um, I noticed that in the press conference after the game, um, Leon King was asked about it and asked if that was something that 
that had been put to the, the team that defenders and stuff were to go forward more. And he, and he was quite blunt with it and said no. So hopefully there's a bit of more confidence in the, the team that they can actually do that. Um, and, and we can see the, see the rewards from it going forward. Yeah, no, I think I think it's funny. I think it was it was yesterday. Golton was told to to, to run into that space. Um, uh, he'd done it, especially first half. He'd, he'd done it a lot, and, and it did cause problems when you've got Tillman and Lawrence that are playing. Sort of, we played with sort of two tens yesterday. Um, it does throw it's something that we, we didn't do enough. Uh, we haven't done enough under under Gio is 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 play sort of more attackers. So I'm I'm really pleased to sort of see that. Coming, coming on to that DVP, um, I thought some of our one-time football, uh, first-time football yesterday was excellent. Um, I've got to mention as well Tom Lawrence. I think uh, that signing, uh, you know, we, we have spoke a little bit, but see games at Ibrox yesterday, his awareness around the box, he's, he's, he's a goal threat. Um, I think to get him on, on a free transfer, I think is a really, really good bit of business. Yeah, <clears throat> I thought that, you know, on Connor Goldson and James Sands yesterday, who were prepared to cross the halfway line, which immediately commits, you know, someone from their midfield to come, which creates space for the ch- people in front of them. So I think that was rather than just play a long ball, I thought we were. Uh, but Tom Lawrence, as you say, you know, comes looking, never, always looking for the ball. You know, lovely, nice touch. You know, technically very good as is Tillman. You know, Tillman is a quality player. Quality is speed of thought. You know, in terms of, you know. It, he decides where the ball's going to go as it arrives to him. You know, so it's 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 not like the two or three touch guy. He's he's the one touch. You know, pinging it past someone, laying it off to someone on the first touch. It's just the speed with what what he does. It is quite impressive with Tillman. But yeah, Lawrence has been a, an excellent addition and and getting forwards. You know, and prepared to have a strike. So it was all. I mean, as, as you've already indicated, the number of shots that we had yesterday was. You know, when it was over 30, you know, you can see uh, we're getting places, you know, and the number of shots on target. No, I thought Rangers all round yesterday were, were very good. Mm-hmm. I thought we were uh, very positive, you know, and it was played at a tempo that we, uh, is, is an improvement on, on a couple of weeks ago where it was just a bit more methodical and we saw less of the horseshoe nonsense. There was more, let's get the ball forward. And you can see Goldson and James Sands, you know, prepare to do that rather than do the, you know, two or three passes across the back, just burst through the middle. Let's see, uh, see if we can create something here. And you saw the the chance that uh, Connor Goldson ended up in the box with when he just carried on with the run. You know, after mo- moving through and 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 then playing the ball off, he just carried on running. He ended up in the box and and ended up a goal scoring opportunity. So more of that, please, Rangers. It was much more pleasing to the eye. I think you make a really good point there in terms of what we were like a couple of weeks ago and, and, and sort of the, the difference. Um, we, we won 4 0 against St Johnston. Was it was it St Johnston 4 0 yet? Um, and I, I actually didn't think we was we was nowhere near as good as we was yesterday. Um, so I think the performances as well are beating 4 0, 4 0, 4 0, but there is a way to do it. Um, and I think yesterday was a lot better. But Davey T, I want to come to you as well about Cholak. He, he gets the third goal. Um, the, the move for this goal was was top top draw, um, the one type football from from Kent and Lawrence. But then Cholak in the box knows exactly where the goal is. Goal has got no chance. I want to come to you as well on, on Cholak and, and and what sort of impact do you think he's had on us and how it, how different he is to to Alfredo Morelos. 
Well, um, he's obviously made a big difference. Uh, Morelos on his his game is is brilliant. I think Morelos in the in the the the, the build up play is, has a lot more than than Cholak or call him Tony for the, <laughs> for the simple thing. Um, no, but um, but Cholak, I, I mean, you you can't. Can't deny what he's what he's been doing. He scored seven goals in seven games, and I, th- I don't even think I think he, the the Tottenham goal as well. So I go with Tottenham as well. So that that that's eight in eight games. Um, so you, I mean you can't you can't deny that. I, th- I think I think he's a far better looks at this moment. Obviously we 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 can't see in the a long time, but it looks at this moment that he's a, a far better goal scorer than uh, than than Alfie is. He's certainly more. More steady. I mean, Alfie. Alfie tends to rush when he, when he gets a chance. He tends to rush things, and Joe uh, has got a lot more composure. I think is a word I'm looking for to, to than, than Alfie has. And yeah, he's, he's he's absolutely yeah played brilliant up to now. And even his build up play is getting better. It's great with, with one touch stuff. The, 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 he plays a lot of one touch stuff with, with the other guys. And um, no, I think. Uh, I think we've, we've we've got a player on our hands. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting when uh, Morelos comes back. Uh, what, what's going to happen? But um, because I th- certainly uh, think that uh, Alfie's got to, going to fight for his place, especially the way he's he's, he's been acting the last wee while. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a big fight. It's, it's, it'll be interesting next week. For, to find out against uh, Queen of the South whether he'll play Morelos or, 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 or Cholak. That'll be interesting. Yeah, that, that will be. I, I think you make a really good point, though, in terms of Morelos, uh, Cholak's being a better goal scorer than Morelos. I, I, I think that's that's going to be no doubt. I, I think Cholak will be our, our top goal scorer. I think it's something we, a lot of us said at the start of the season. Morelos in the league, his, his goal scoring record isn't brilliant, but it's what he brings to, to the whole team. Um, which we can't. Which hope, hopefully uh, we see Morelos, you know, grab, grab the ball by the horns and get back into training and, and get himself back back as, as fit as possible and into this into this team because um, you know what a player to, to, to bring back in, especially for them Champions League games. But Craig, I just want to I want to come on to to Leon King. Um, he played the second half yesterday. I, I know we're two 0 up at home. Um, you know, a game where he, he comes on, but I think we've got a really really good. Um, centre half, centre half there, and, and I think a lot of the support are a little bit worried about Ben Davis and, and John Suter's injuries at the moment, and, and Phil Hollander, and, and would like us to go and get another centre half um, in the next couple of days. But I think that, that that if we'd done that again, it would just sort of stop the development of Leon King, and I think he's proved um, early on that he, he's definitely got something that that can, you know, that, that Geo can get the, get the most out of. Hundred percent. Um, Any time that Leon King has been brought in, he's done himself like absolutely no disservice whatsoever. Like, um, what I like about him is he's got a bit of a swagger. Um, he's got the broad shoulders. We've spoke about it a number of times on the pod that um, what sports required as a Rangers player. Um, you're going to make mistakes and, and the crowd's going to go on your back and stuff. Leon King is the type of player that I don't think that that's going to hugely affect. Um, the guy is a, a massive, massive blue nose for a blue nose family, which um, already gives him a huge big tick next to his name for me. Um, but the most important thing is that the boy can play. Um, 
he's he's composed. He's an absolute unit for the age of him. Um, I I wouldn't have any concerns. Like if if he was having to play next next weekend, I wouldn't have any concerns over that. And that's quite a statement saying saying about one of the younger players. Um, but uh, just just before I throw it back to you, Mason, see, I'd, I'd mentioned there about the the defenders going forward, and I think a lot's been said. I've I've heard it a number of times getting getting said about the the handbrake getting taken off against these teams, um, and it, and it's bizarre that we're watching Rangers v PSV away from home, and and we looked as if we were actually we'd set up in a more attacking formation against them than we did at home against Kilmarnock. Um, and see for me it's not just about take the handbrake off it's about fucking don't show them the respect because by the way see the teams that come and sit in at Ibrox they deserve no fucking respect um, they're coming here not to play football and, and I sat and watched I sat in the main stand and I watched Malky Mackay for 10 minutes stand outside the box and he was he was like punching his thing basically telling players to get absolutely smashed in and you're sitting watching them, and, and I actually said to the guy beside me, we're playing against absolute hammer throws today. Like, all they wanted to do was put the ball up. Um, there was points where there was, they were literally putting it into areas where there was no Ross County players. Um, so you are going to get the one-on-ones like James Sands, where James Sands was caught on the wrong side and effectively probably should have been sent off. But you're not going to get very many of them against your Ross Counties and Kermarnocks at Ibrooks. What Davy was saying there, like just just go through the middle and just play play the football that you guys are, are able to play because we've got really really quality players. I I don't know the last time that I watched a Rangers team that have that amount of quality players in an attacking position. I mean, we were talking about it at the start of the season where it was like Kemp normally doubled up. Now we're talking about Tillman, who is a a massive upgrade on Aribo for me. You've got. Cholak that literally just needs put the ball with his foot and he's going to take a shot. Um, you've got Lawrence that will take pops from any... I mean, he's literally proven he'll take a shot for 40 yards out. Do you know what I mean? Um, Matondo's going to do a job when he comes in. We, we, we have players that... Um, Lundstrom... I mean, Lundstrom was literally the only midfielder we had at times yesterday and it was, it was mad. But you're going, that's the way that we should be playing against these hammers Like... Absolutely bombarding. You're spot on. I think I think we, we we mentioned this sort of last week, but that's what we should have set up like last Saturday at Easter Road. Um, we, we should have we should have done exactly the same thing and and, and gone and gone for for Hibs because I think we'd we'd have a different result. But but that's gone. Um, you know, Gio's obviously seen that and made the change, and we've seen you know the benefit again. Plan through the middle is something that we've we've said for ages that we, we don't do enough. We, you know, for a long period, it's out to Tavernier, out to Barisic, and then just balls in the box. When we've got all that quality in the midfield, it is it's it seems mad. But um, you know, just just you know, it's, it's going to take time with all the new players we've had. So let's hope now we're just starting to see that you know the beneficiary of that. David P, we made it four 0 with, with ten minutes to go. Uh, it made me laugh because Cholak was on a hat trick and he come off for come off for Steve Davis. Um, and I sort of said, well, Gio's happy with 3 0 then, um, where Sakala did, did, didn't come on. Um, but Davis then goes and gets the fourth. Um, that was Steve Davis of old, uh, getting into the box with, with the finish. Um, but, um, 
you know, Davis as well. It's just nice to see him um, back out there and, and just just reminder of the quality that we've got in Davis, you know, if we need it. Oh, well, we know, we've seen Steve Davis, you know, a couple of games earlier this season, you know, the quality that he brings to the side, you know, but it's, it's certainly, uh, it's very pleasing to get the Ulster and the Esther on the score sheet. So he, he is a, a quality player. There's no doubt about that. And, you know, I think it's been, a, it's proven to be, even this early, proven to be a, a really good shrewd move by Gio to give Steve Davis a, another year because you can see, he makes a, an enormous contribution when he comes on and does it. He's uh, <clears throat> his ability to take the ball, you know, as much as Glenn Kamara take the ball in tight situations and just be so aware and calm and, and, and maintaining possession, moving the ball on. Steve Davis is uh, one of my, my go-to guys, to be honest. He's, uh, he's a star. He, he sure is. And we'll, we'll sure miss him when he decides to... To, to call it a day, um, David T. Let, let's let's move on then. Let's go on to to Tuesday night, uh, Queen of the South, uh, Abrox. Uh, you mentioned earlier you'd like to see uh, you know uh, some 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 well the debate whether Morelos comes back in, uh, which we'll, we'll touch on Morelos in a minute. But you know, how many changes would you like to see us make? Would you like to see Yilmaz um, get some minutes? I was I was really surprised actually he didn't get any at all yesterday. Um, but sort of what what sort of changes would you be looking at for, for Tuesday night with with obviously the old firm in mind? Um, next Saturday. Well, first of all, I don't think that the the League Cup's a, a a tournament that we should just throw away. So, for me, we should put out a team that's going that's going to win because we want to go around further. Because there's nothing well, nothing greater, but it's one of the big moments of the year to be in a League Cup final, and I would hate Rangers not to be in it. So, I definitely think we should put out a team that is going to win. And so I don't think we should put out a team of young boys or, or anything like that. I think we should keep, well, obviously McGregor, I would trust McGregor to come in. Um, I, I don't see him dropping Tavernier, to be honest with you, for the, for the Polish boy at the moment. He's sort of a, disappeared from the, from the, from the scene. Um, so I think Tavernier will stay in. Uh, well, I don't, I, I don't think we've got another, well, King, we've got in Goldson and Sands. Who who would you do? Maybe do you think you would be tempted to to try Sands and and King together? That would be that would be quite a a way to go and give Goldson a break. Uh, yeah, Yilmaz is a funny why he's not getting a game. It's fun. It's, it's I mean you would think you would always bring him on for twenty minutes or or whatever. The only thing I can think is is that Barisic is a a confidence player. And they might be taking his confidence away if you if you drop him. That that's that could be a part of it. But it's funny that that, that he's not in. But maybe they're just giving him time to to get used to the the uh, the, the the physical side of the Scottish game. That's possible because he obviously doesn't he wasn't physical enough in the first uh, game that he played. So um, no, I, I, I don't think we want wide wide. I think we've got to keep the basic team and then just give a few on the sideline. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change the whole time. Maybe I give Arfield a game. That's a possibility. Um, but I certainly wouldn't make changes of, of bringing in all youth players and things like that. I wouldn't do that. But I'd. I'd to laugh by the way the comments about Craig it was. It was, it was quite funny. <laughs> Well done, well done, Teddy Bear. That was a you. You brought a good smile to my face. 
<laughs> I'll just quickly show that so uh, everyone else can see. Craig's obviously turned, turned the light on now. Uh, <laughs> some, some, some bit of banter going on there. Um, Craig, I'll sort of come to you on this one because um, Dave, Dave T sort of wants us to go, you know, keep it going uh, as strong as possible, which, which, which I get as well. But I do think there are players in there that, that need some minutes. Um, who, who would who would you like to see? You know, I made the point sort of before we come on about, about Trolak. I would probably rest him Tuesday night, and, and I, I think Sakala's the only sort of fit striker we we can play out there. And I think that it's really important that we have Trolak uh, fully fit going into the game at Parkhead. But who, who else would you like to see sort of come in for, for the game on Tuesday? Um, first of all, uh, apologies. Uh, I I'm trying to save money so that I can go to the Champions League games. It's uh, <laughs> absolute fortune this season, but you know. Um, I, I want the uh, see see the likes of Lundstrom. I want Lundstrom away for that game on Tuesday. Uh, I don't want him anywhere near it. Um, Lundstrom for me is um, the absolute linchpin in that team. I, I watched him at the weekend just after the goal, and he was like the he was like the director. Just he was telling he was telling players where to go right, and we've had that number of players over the years that would do that. Um, not since Barry Ferguson, if we had a player that the full team will listen to and that's including Tav like the captain the captain looks at him and basically does what he's told when when Lundstrom tells him what to do he moves um, when a player needs shouted at Lundstrom does it I don't want him anywhere near that on Tuesday I want him fit and ready to go for next week um, for the games that are coming up um, at the end of the day we're playing against Queen of the South again I'm going to be quite honest uh, we should be showing them absolutely no respect to like I would like to think that the likes of Charlie McCann, the likes of Adam Devine, if required, um, I know Alex Lowry would have definitely been playing in this game had he not have had that horrific challenge from um, the player. Uh, I mean, the, the manager after it saying, oh, it was because of the way he landed. Um, it's just an absolute nonsense. But um, I would like to think if you put, put the likes of Jack in, you put Davis in, you put Arfield in, um, Sakala, basically the players that haven't really been playing, um, we should be still going out there and beating them 4-5-0. Um, I would be extremely disappointed if it, if it wasn't a, a three-plus goal game. Um, and it doesn't really matter who's playing for me. If, if you're in and around that Rangers first team, just now you should be beating a team like that quite comfortably, um, particularly at Ibrooks. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, Craig. I, I, I think that there's don't want to be disrespectful, but you know, come on, we've got a lot of quality in the squad, and it needs used for games like this. Uh, it is Queen of the South, uh, Ibrox on, on a big pitch, um, and we have got. It's not like the players coming in are all inexperienced, as you just mentioned there. Scott Arfield, Ryan Jack, Stephen Davis. How many international caps are there between them? So. You know, I think I think that it is time for changes. David P, we'll, we'll come to you on this as well. Um, what, what would you like to see? Yilmaz, we'll, we'll come on to Yilmaz. Was you surprised not to see him yesterday? And he, surely he's got to be a, a nailed-on start for, for the game against Queen of the South. I would think so. He's going to get some. He's going to get some game time on Tuesday. Yeah, a bit. The as Davis said, you know about uh, Borna because you know I quite, I really like angry Borna, and I don't I don't want him to lose any anger because I, I don't like the laid back Borna Chappy, whoever he is. So maybe it, you're taking a risk by playing Yelmaz, but I mean it's Queen of the South and I think Gio has to manage the squad. I would have thought that we could make a number of changes. You know, someone's pointed out, you know, I think Teddy Bear pointed out, you know, that Tav and Goldson, you know, I think you'd have to uh, lock them in a room for them not to play because I think they, they just want to play and they just want to keep that continuity going. So Fine, you know, we have a, a core of, of our team, but I think McGregor, you know, Sakala, Arfield, uh, maybe even to a lesser extent, Steve Davis, but people who have seen, you know, f- fewer minutes should be uh, getting getting some game time. I think the, the preparation for next Saturday starts on Tuesday, you know, with uh, getting some bodies out there. To be as respectful as we need to be with Queen of the South, really we should be able to play, we should generate a few changes, utilise our squad and quite comfortably. Half of it's about the, the our application and our attitude to the game. As long as we are in, in the right frame of mind, you know, we go out there, do the professional job, Queen of the South should get battered. This is uh, that's the long and the short of it. So whatever Rangers team we we, we should we put out there, you know, any eleven players from our current squad should batter Queen of the South. I mean, that's it on paper, but it's not played in paper. So as long as we've got Tav Goldson, you know, the guys who who will should see us through. So no, it's time to see a few of the other boys. You know, I wouldn't be, a, again, you know, I think as you've mentioned, Cholak, you know, should probably be rested. The boys uh, had a couple of games a week, you know, he's had a cracking start. Just uh, give them some time off, try something else up there, obviously with, with next uh, Saturday in mind. So, no, it would be a ring the changes for me. Yeah. Davey, Davey T, uh, let's come on to it then. Does Alfredo Morelos come back into the squad? Would you like to see him back in the squad t- Tuesday? And is, you know, some, we said about Sakala maybe leading the line. Will it be a case of a perfect game for Morelos to, to go and start and, and, and get the support back on his side with, with a couple of goals and you know, maybe on the bench for us uh, against against Selwick at, at Parkhead on Saturday? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, a player like Alfredo Morelos you want in any team, that's for sure. And uh, he, he, yeah, I don't know what like his attitude has been. Obviously, um, but he obviously didn't look fit. That's that's you could. I mean, he, anybody can see that. So uh, for the manager to to draw because he was obviously Gio's one of Gio's favourites as well. So for him to to drop him, it must have been something really bad with his attitude. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been dropped. So I mean, but you want Alfredo Morelos in the team, and uh, at least fighting for a place in the team, and he, he should definitely be given a chance. That's for sure. But it, it, I mean, it, it, no man is bigger than our club. That's for sure. And that if he thinks he's bigger than the club, then 
then he should go. He should leave. David David went through. Well, I'm not going to repeat what all what David said last week, but he went through the same sort of a thing, and that that's just the, the grinch of it. If, if, if Alfie's going to settle down and get stuck in, get fit, then it, it'll be a good fight between him and Cholak uh, to to see who who wins the first place team place. But it should always be in contention, that's for sure. And I mean, you would you would have two strikers that are probably going to score around the twenty goals a season, and that would be just fantastic. It's what we need. It's, it's, it's what a club like, like Rangers should have. They should have two, three quality, you know, players in every position. And uh, yeah, but that's what we want. Morelos needs that. I think Morelos needs someone pushing him, and Trowlett proved he's going to do that. So uh, really interesting to see what happens with Morelos. Not just in the next few days before the window closes, but you know, obviously further on because the, you know the notes from Gio looks like that he's going to be, you know, still part of, part of Rangers. So it is one to, to be looked at. And David's put there that he, he's banned to the Celtic game. So yeah, apologies, didn't didn't realise that. So maybe you know he, he won't be in, in the squad on, on Tuesday night. So it will be Sakala that, that comes in. But Craig, me and the two Davies went through this um, on two, uh, went, uh, Thursday night about transfers. Where would you like to see us? Um, because that's going to be a lot of talk now. Uh, even with the Queen of the South game, it's going to be, you know, with the Champions League money, for me, we're still a couple of positions short. Um, Rumours this morning that the Polish right back, Sikowski, is it? Um, he's going to go out on loan. Um, so Adam Devine looks like he's going to be the, the backup to Tav. Um, but, but where would you like to see us, you know, to gain strength in, uh, in the market uh, in the next few days? I think it's an absolute must that we go out and get at least one other striker um, and I emphasise at least one other striker um, I think we've seen in the past what happens when you're playing short um, with with that kind of number that we've got just now where Sakala really isn't an out and out striker at all he's, he's, kinda, he's been tried there and it's not really worked and then he seems to do well when he comes on and he's playing out wide um, when he has come on um, in the past so we're really we're really sitting with two strikers just now, um, Morelos and Cholak. And I think Morelos is getting that kind of um, that opportunity because of where we kind of stand just now, where um, you have that, that kind of... I mean, at the end of last season there, we, we ended up with a rebo up front because of the lack of numbers and, and players getting injured. And, and then you look back at when we played against Aberdeen at Hamden and we played Big Sadiq, um, and that, that was that was a bit of a horror so because no harm to the big guy but he, he certainly did not set the hair on fire when he when he played at us. Um so I would I would say a striker for me would make me feel a wee bit less worried going forward because the number of games that we are going to be playing, particularly leading up to the Christmas period, is going to be quite heavy. Um <clears throat> and it's it's just our luck that we would end up with injuries and stuff, particularly leading up to the likes of Liverpool and stuff, you, you want to be going in there with top heavy instead of um, kind of worrying. And at the end of the day, I think we're all we're all in agreement that previous to playing PSV, we were kind of thinking if we go through this, then we're going to do more business. So I think now, with that money being in the bank and the money that we've already made last season, I would be incredibly disappointed if um, Rangers didn't. Um, improve the numbers a wee bit more there. Um, for me, the midfield, I, I, I mean, people talk about number eights and stuff. I think in our chat, a couple of people have mentioned that 
who want to see another number eight. I'm quite happy with what we've got in the midfield. Um, if we weren't going to add to that, I would I wouldn't be overly concerned. Um, defensively, Ben Davies. I mean, we we don't really know what's going on there. We don't really know what's going on with John Suter. Um, if I knew what was going on there, I'd probably make a more informed decision on what I would want. But um, see, as long as we don't go out and sign somebody that's got injury history. I'll be quite happy because uh, that, that seems to be there's two things that Rangers require before they sign a contract for somebody it's have you played against this before or have you had long term injury issues see if you've had either or we'll give you about 25 grand and we'll call it <laughs> we'll, we'll call it a three year deal on that one um, and if if, you're, if your legs are gone we'll give you a six month contract and let you hit a massive penalty at the end of the season uh, it's, it's, do you know what? I think we have been a bit unlucky as well, to be honest. Um, obviously, the, the John Suter one, his injury problems are, are there. I think Ben Davis is, is looking at his injury history at Preston. He had a hamstring problem quite a bit, but there wasn't too much. I mean, what I read last season at Sheffield United was a lot of, of personal issues that, 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 he, that he, he ended up missing games. So, and the Hollander one, I think it's a bit of a myth that he had injury problems. Sort of looking back at his time in Italy, he, he didn't play a lot. He wasn't picked a lot. It wasn't really down to injury. So I do think we, as we know, we, we have been a little bit, you know, through the history of, of players picking up knocks. Um, but obviously the Kamar Roof, Ryan Jack ones are just completely different. I think they're just, that's just... <laughs> but I think you make a, a point there about uh, us not going to get a number eight. Um, and, and I'm one in the group chat that, that says we, we, we do need a number eight. Um, I think we're we're short of, of a player that that's box to box, but you know goals and assists. We're hoping Tillman's the number ten, and he adds that. But I just think, it, especially with the amount of teams we've got, and have got you know eleven men behind the ball. I think you can't have a, you know more than that. Glenn Kamara was phenomenal the other night, by the way, against PSV. And, and if he plays like that every week, then we don't need to go and get one. But I still think a goal threat from midfield is, is what we're lacking, and I hope. Um, in the next few days, that that's an area we, we go and get with, with that Champions League money. David P, um, it, was, it was a comment that came in earlier. Um, we've been linked with a player called um, Raskin that plays for Standard Liège. Um, I watched some clips on him um, yesterday, and, and he very much looks like a number six or a number four to me. He doesn't really look like the, a number eight, but um, reports in Belgium this evening that we're, we're not, we're not, um, we've, 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 we've inquired, but we're not going to go through. I think it was five and a half million. So. Um, where, where are you with that? Are you happy with the midfield or, or do you think that is an area that in the next few days we, we definitely need to go and sign? Or as Craig said, is, are you more concerned about getting another striker? Well, I'm hoping that Ross Wilson, between him and Gio, have a list of players, quality additions that uh, would be available at a price that we could live with. You know, and, and the bids will be made, you know, we'll test the water at least. Because, you know, if going into the Champions League we should have as much quality, you know, as as we can muster. So if if it was I grant you three wishes, you know, then I would be looking for Ross Wilson to just get a, a few punters. I mean, someone's listed Morelis and Roof. I would be lining up a few candidates. If if I could, you know, wave a magic wand and make it happen, we would be get we would be punting, you know, Roof, Alanda, we would even Scott Wright, Sakala. Sakala. And we would say, you know, listen, guys, you know, user, we love you to bits, but you're not going to be the quality that's required to take us to the Champions League, and then and go and then and get some 
some quality players. You know, we're going to the big table here. We need, we should have the squad that kind of reflects the standard of competition that we're in. So I would, if they can do that in what, three or four days, then uh, my hat to them. But I just think we might have left it just a wee bit too late. But I think this is this is the point at w- where we have some money behind us. We would identify, you know, areas in the squad where we're not going to get the, a valuable contribution from from the various players, and and find them somewhere else. It would be a it would be a flurry of activity. But I, if to make an addition, and you know, in terms of quality to the squad that we've got, I would be bold. I would be bold, not reckless. But bold certainly, because if if we could move a few of them on and free up those salaries, then that would give us option. Because I would be looking for a couple of wingers. I would be looking for some competition for Ryan Kent. I would be looking for some competition for Rabi Matondo. Because if Rabi Matondo is a right wing option, then going to the Champions League, then you know I'm, I'm slightly concerned. So the, I would be uh, looking for quality. You know we're going into uh, play some top teams here. We should have the players that that are, are required for that level of, of that stage, you know. So, be, so, so that's that's me. Ross Wilson probably, you know, send a text later saying you're an asshole, which is fair enough. But it's just my opinion. <clears throat> Ross Wilson's still partying yeah. out there for the Champions League money, isn't he? He's, he's still out in uh, he's still out in Holland. <laughs> Davy, yeah. you trying to say that you don't think that uh, Scott Wright? against Calvin Bassey is going to be like massively in our favour? Uh, I'm going to wait on a limb here. Craig saying no. I think uh, Scott Wright will be in row Z of the stand, you know, challenge two. See, I was, I was going to say, uh, to be fair, Calvin Bassey will know how Scott Wright plays, but Scott Wright doesn't even know how Scott Wright plays. Uh, that's part of the problem. Same as, same as fashion. I think they've gone to the same school because uh, it's... Second touch is uh, a tackle, as they say. No, I think I think you're spot on, David. I think the quality uh, off the bench is from the wide areas is, is a concern for me as well. I think that yeah, I agree with Craig about another striker. But if we've got Morelos and Trollac fit, we we play four three three. We don't play with two, so there's always going to be one sitting on the bench. But I think I think if we can get rid of Sakala, I don't think Scott Wright um, will go. I, I personally, I agree. I, I don't think he's he's definitely not a player that I'd like to see play for us in the starting eleven every week and you're talking about Champions League that next step up I would be concerned and Matondo he, he looks like a development player for me he's going to he's going to be one that, that that's going to frustrate us and he's going to do some good things and, he, and he's going to really frustrate us so that is that is an area in the next couple of days as well ideally I'd like to see us going strengthen um, you know and, and, and Sakala going the other way I can't see us getting another winger if Sakala's still there so, so that might be one that that, that, that has to happen um, I'll come to you, David T, on, on the transfers as well. And where are you in terms of the squad at the moment? And do, do you think there would be a, a, an uproar from the support? Um, we've just got Champions League money um, and we've all talked about the game changer. Um, would you be disappointed if we didn't see some of that in the next few days? I think I'm the same as every supporter. Uh, we'll, we all crave for new players, for new blood. And uh, I'm, I'm no different from anybody else. So... What I would, yeah, a striker, um, yeah, probably because uh, Alfie's just not uh, dependable at the, at the moment. So if Alfie doesn't turn round and get his his act sorted out, then we're sitting with one striker really. So I definitely think we we need somebody in there. But 
yeah, Alfie, I mean, how are you going to uh, pay millions for a for a for a third? If Alfie does return to to the way he is, how are you going to pay millions for a for a, a striker to sit in the sit in the bench all the time? So it would either mean Cholak goes to the bench, and Al and Alfie goes to the bench, and you you bring in a player for, I mean, what what does a good striker cost? I mean, I, 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 Totally. One point, million apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, but you've got that. But I mean, if you're going to really talk about a big name striker that, that that's been putting them in for for years, I mean, you're talking about twenty, thirty million, and I don't think we're going to pay that. So unless they've got somebody picked out like a Cholak, uh, then uh, then I don't think they'll they'll bring in a big name striker. I don't see it. I just don't think we could pay it. I don't think we could pay his wages. So. I, I think I think the whole I think they're going to depend on uh, Morelos to come back. Uh, to be honest with you, see the, the 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 thing is, it's great bringing in bringing in more players, but you've got Matondo now sitting, you've got Wright, you've got um, Zakala. I mean, you can't bring in and keep bringing in players and 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 just to sit in the the, the stand. It's it's costing a fortune, so we've got to balance it up. We've got to get bring in players, okay, but we've got to get players away, and we, we, otherwise the the wage bill is going to be so heavy with players that are sitting in the stand. I remember a few years ago, Ajax team they had about sixty players, first team players that were bought for the first team sitting in the stand. It was unbelievable, and if, if we keep going, we're going to end up we're going to end up the same way. So we can't keep uh, we can't keep bringing in players uh, that are that we've got to bring in players that we know are going to get right into it and and get right into the first team and can produce right away. It's great bringing in a Matondo or, or things like that, but then then we, we the team's not going to he's not going to improve the team right away. And what we need now, if we're going into the Champions League, is a player. That uh, that's going to make a difference right away, and yeah, if we're going to pay out that kind of money for for that player, I don't know. But it's great. It's, it is great. We're bringing in young players that we can sell on later. Let's always put it that way. But um, if we're wanting a, if we're wanting a big name player, then you're going to have to pay for it. It is in quite a lot of money. I don't yeah, think it's we don't cover can it. I just, can I just come on? Come in on that. See, see, see the likes of Morelos that was mentioned there, David. There has not been one season that Morelos has been consistently number one up at the top um, and played every game. It's just not happened since he's come. Um, he's not had a full season yet, and I get what you mean about the that we need to watch what we're doing and stuff. But I think that the players we've brought in, it's been quite a conservative um, approach that we've we've had. Um, I mean, taking into account what we brought in last season, um, and then add on the, the the money that we've spent this season. And if you think it this way, right, just humour me here, right? We've brought in the likes of Matondo, we've brought in the likes of Wright. I think we're all in agreement that these players are not going to be starters every single week. The likes of Goner Goldson, Lundstrom, Tav, the way that Cholak has been touted now that he's number one striker. Um, we brought in Ken on loan. Nobody knew what he was going to be like. He was, from the start, he kind of knew that there was something different about him. Um, and we went out and we spent the £7 million. Um, there has been players that 
if required, we'll go and spend the money on. Um, I will give Rangers the, the credit where it's due that we've spent money where we've actually got a pretty decent return on. Um, I just I think that with us being in the Champions League, like David Pollock was saying, it, it takes us to a different level. And if we're not going to even try to compete at that level, there's absolutely no point in us paying 150, 160 quid for the three, three game package or whatever it's going to be, because we're going to go there and we're going to get humiliated. Um, we can't go there with the likes of Matondo and expect him to be number one or expect to go against Ajax away from home with one striker. We cannot do it. Um, it's like it, it would just be a, a, we've seen what it's like we've, we've seen we've seen the likes of the team over the other side of Glasgow going to PSG on a shoestring budget thinking that it's alright to go and play with, with absolute diddies in the team and then they go and they get absolutely humped um, I don't want to see my Rangers team do that I want to see Rangers do what we've done for the last four years and go and compete and go toe to toe and do what Hugh Keevans said We'll see when, see when it comes to Europe, every other Scottish team is an irrelevance compared to Rangers. We're the only team that's relevant in Europe from Scotland and I want it to stay like that, no matter whether it's Europa League or the Champions League. We need to invest. Yeah, I, I think Mike's pretty good points there. Um, so, sorry, there. Mason. The, the important point here, though, is is it, it should be a kind of long-term view. You know, Geo and Ross Wilson in place and I'm hoping that, you know, they'll be looking not only to the, the, the very short period of time which's left of this transfer window, but the next transfer window. Clearly, the, the, the group stages of the Champions League will have uh, been and gone by, by the time, you know, we get to January. But when you consider that our qualification for next year's Champions League, Champions League begins on Saturday, you know, when we go there, you know, so that's we need to take and bear in mind that you know our place in next year's Champions League will, will depend on you know the business that we do in January because if we overcome them, then we'll be straight into the group section next year. So there's there's a few things there's there's kind of short term immediate stuff that if we can improve the quality, there'll be longer term targets, you know, and and, and hopefully the, the resources will be available with the view that you know. Come next May, we lift that trophy and our Champions League qualification is secure for the following year. So it's that. And that's what kind of the continuation of the Stevie G thing, where we went through qualifiers to get to the Europa League. And then we, we eventually, you know, broke through into the, the knockout section of the Europa League and then all the way to Seville. And now we're in the Champions League. Just to keep that rolling forward, not being reckless in, in terms of throwing money here, there. You know, David's right. You know, it's. Our, our budget for players is now about fifty-eight million. So you're thinking, you know, are we getting the best value we can from from the money that we're forking out for these players? And that's the balancing act all the time. And it's it's what keeps these guys are hopefully up at nights in terms of getting the best value that we can. Obviously, we we can't do the the Manchester United, you know, sixty million quid just right checks here, there, and everywhere. You know, we have to be a be a, a wee bit more. Uh, Bargain basement, shall we say? But if Ken, you know, players who who we know can go to Europe, put in a performance and make the difference, so that's the type of players that we sh- hopefully we sh- we should be trying to identify and secure. And if it means offloading some of the guys who we can't rely on to take us to Europe and make a difference, and I'm putting Scott Wright and and that target in Sakala, then it's maybe we should find somewhere else for these guys. 
and 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 move it up a couple of notches. That's certainly the the target. Whether we do it or not, you know, remains to be seen. But I'm hoping that's the kind of general direction the club should be moving towards. The perfect situation, of course, would be if we had two strikers uh, for the first team and also a really good striker in the second team that could step in and you could trust them to step in. I mean, that was a used to have the old reserve team and that's what that was what that was actually for. But they've done away with the reserve team. Now you've got young boys, which uh, which I think is unfortunate, really. I think it, I think the reserve team football was, was a better way to, to, to have it, but... Obviously, that costs far more money, um, but that would that would be. And I don't know how far the young boy Lovelace is, but if if he is anywhere near the first team, then it takes a lot of pressure off because then you could, you could have. Um, no, and I would say if we're going to bring in another striker for a lot of money, then I, th- I think Morelos has got to go. But you wouldn't get anywhere near the same money now as we would have uh, say two years ago. Because I, I I don't think I mean then we were offered was it seventeen million or something like that we were offered um, I don't think I don't think you would get you might get seven eight million now and I, I don't think you would get anything near that uh, near seventeen anymore so but that would be for me the perfect uh, way to go that if we could have two players two real centre forwards for the first team uh, that can score twenty goals a season and you also had a young player like Lovelace or someone like that ready to step in at any time as well. Yeah, I think I think Bruce causing us a big issue up there. Um, not to state the obvious, but his injury record is is worrying. Um, he, apparently, he's back on the the training pitch, but how long will it be before he has another knock and then he's out for for a long time? And I know it's handy. I think I think Lovelace has, has, has looked a real prospect, um, and he looks like someone that you know he's built and he, he's, he knows where the goal is. Um, but it's enough a big step, especially for a club. Club like Rangers, Mill Mills, he's, he's played for the first team there, but again, we're levels above that and being in the Champions League as well. But ideally, we can do that. We can have youngsters coming through um, in, in all the positions, not just strike. I think it's something that that we've got to, got to look to do. But I think that the general sort of feeling is, as you said about Scott Wright, uh, David P, there is 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 and Sakala and Matondo. You get into a Champions League game, I think right wing is a little bit of a concern. Um, I think we might get by domestically, um, but it is definitely um, an area. Um, I'm hoping the Champions League money opens up and we can go and get someone that, that gets us numbers from, from that area and we're not overly uh, relying on, on Ryan Kent because uh, we, we do an awful lot. Um, Craig, I'll come to you on this one because I, I want to finish on it because um, to Davies, we, we spoke about this when the Champions League draw come out on Thursday and the fixtures come out yesterday. Um, we start away to, to Ajax um, after uh, the game at Parkhead next Saturday um, and then Napoli, Liverpool twice, Napoli again and then Ajax at home. I really wanted to get a, a home game to, to start off with and, uh, and um, you know, to, to try and get three points on the ball um, straight away. Um, but, you know, what, what's your thoughts? Obviously, you mentioned Bassi earlier. Uh, coming up against Calvin is going to be strange, um, but also um, Ajax away for, for our first, you know, Champions League camp- campaign in eleven years. I I think uh, like yourself, I, I was actually hoping for Liverpool at home first game. Um, <laughs> then they went at the weekend and showed that they're actually ready to go again. Because um, I, I was I was seeing them as a really slow burner for the for the season, the first couple of games that they've played, but. Um, 
Nah, I'm actually quietly optimistic um, about Saturday and next week. Um, I, I really hope I'm wrong. I'm not wrong about it, but um, Rangers have proven that they can go and, and churn out big performances away from home in Europe, um, particularly against good opposition. So, um, listen, I'm, I'm not expecting us to go there and do a, another Dortmund. Um, anything, anything from that game, um, I, I would, I would absolutely snap your hand off. I think if we can start off on a positive um, against Ajax, it really, really sets us up really well. I think it's the old thing about any kind of group stage football, whether it be Europa League or Champions League, where you go win your home games and anything that you get from the away games, it's a bonus and, and it gives you a right good opportunity to go and qualify. Um, so I think if you did have a home game and you go and you get battered, it, it can it can have a really really negative effect. Um, I'm hoping that the other side of Glasgow get that next week when they play Real Madrid. Um, so if we can get two wins on the trot, starting from well three wins starting from this Tuesday, um, I am going to be one happy chappy this time next week. Um, but yeah, I think. Listen, Rangers. I said this in Saturday as well. See when Rangers are underdogs. Rangers for the last four seasons have shown that they're a force to be reckoned with. Um, I want to see Lundstrom like proper command that that area for the two games against Ajax and, and then um, I I don't want to say too much because I don't I don't want to end up jinxing it. But I'm I'm quietly confident about Saturday and next week. I wasn't going to mention next Saturday. I was going to save that for Thursday night, but. We know what I build up, you know, for these old phone games alike. Straight, straight after full time, it's on my mind. And I'm sure you I'm, I'm just going to put this one out there, right? I fractured my foot like six weeks ago, and I'm in the chat with the, the boys that I play football with, and they, they arranged for an old fun game the morning night, and uh, I wasn't going to do it. And then after the draw, they started all that chat, uh, and I felt like, ah, do you know what? I'm playing, so I'm. I'm I'm battle fevered up already for the morning night. So I uh listen, I'll, early. <laughs> I'll I'll be I'll be playing as if I'm playing next Saturday, honestly. Mm. <clears throat> Can I just knew to come in, uh, Mason. The thing is, we you were talking about and Bassi were right, but the I actually not playing Bassi as a left back, they're playing him as a centre half. And it's actually I think he he's more in a, the centre of a back three that they're they're playing him in. So I mean, you're you're going to then have the uh, against Cholak, Bassey, and I quite fancy Cholak against Bassey because Bassey is not great in the air, and he's he's uh, yeah I'm going to say that word again. His field geography is is is, is not that great. He, he he gets lost at times, and you even see him with Ajax. I've saw him a couple of games now with Ajax, and at times he just looks lost. He hasn't a clue the Ajax system yet. So I think the best time to get, if you want to get at their defence, is now. Because Denny Blind isn't that brilliant anymore. And Bassey isn't that great, in my opinion, as a centre-half. So I think if you want to get Ajax, the first game was actually the best before they, they, they sort of blend in. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting how he handles um, playing mm-hmm. against his old teammates as well. We know you know Bassey, what, what he brought to us last season, but um, I'm, I'm sure he'll find Ibrox very, very different being on the opposite end of it. So that'll be interesting. 
and uh, hopefully he makes a little mistake and we get we get the winner from it. Um, let's 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 wrap it up there. Been an hour uh, now. I just want to finish up on, on a question that, that Ethan's put in here. I'll come to the guys on this as we end up. Um, who who's your best signing? Let, let's open it out a little bit further and say who's been your signing of the summer so far. Um, before before we say goodbye, so I'll start with you, Davey P. Um, and also we'll get a prediction for, for Tuesday night. So your best players uh, signing so far, and and a prediction for Tuesday night. So, so Davey P, thanks thanks again. Um, what do you reckon? Oh, thank you, Mason. Uh, that's a difficult one because you know the guy who's had the biggest impact immediately is uh, is Tony Golak, <laughs> but. I would say the best signing is probably Malik the Rocket Tillman because uh, he just looks like a proper, proper player. He is technically superb. His default position is to get forward. His uh, his first touch is just beautiful. So, no, I think the the best player in this boy's 20, you have to remember. I just think he has got a, a very bright future ahead of him. So I would have to go with Malik Tillman. And uh, prediction for Tuesday night? Uh, I think we should see uh, Queen of the South off comfortably. Uh, three or four nil. There would be should be a few goals, some a few changes, but uh, you know, as long as we have our, our heads right, should be an issue. Perfect. Thank you, Davy. Davy Tomlinson, you're signing in the summer and uh, prediction for Tuesday night. And again, thanks. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, it's been great again. Uh, I mean, I'm going to really follow Davy's words. I think uh, Cholak has made with, with his goals. If he hadn't, if he hadn't scored all these goals, then, uh, then we would have been in the worst place that we are just now. So I think uh, I think he's made a big impact. But uh, Tillman, I think, is uh, is is also my favourite. The one that you just can't wait to see what, he, what he's going to develop into in the next two years uh, is going to be absolutely brilliant. I think. So that's uh, that. That's my the, the one thing I seen. I want to bring in about Napoli is that um, Fiorentina were in FC Twenty during the week, and there was total fighting in the in the city centre uh, for for two days. The whole two days that the Fiorentina were here. So I hope that doesn't. I, hope, I don't know what Napoli are like, but Fiorentina were absolutely terrible. Um, we 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 the fighting all the time. So, but I'll just bring that in. But um, a score first time, yeah. I'm sort of a struck between are we going to do brilliant or are we going to get stuck again with the old 2 0 that we always seem to get against these teams? That's a sort of a standard. But um, I'm, I'm going to try and be positive and make it 5 0. I'll take it, take it all, all, all day. We, we ain't had a 5 0 for, for a while, are we? Uh, thanks, Davy, and, and yeah, agreed. Um, we'll come to that obviously nearer the Napoli game. But anyone travelling out there, um, you know, you know as well as I do. But be careful out there, Craig. Uh, thanks again, mate. Um, your best signing so far and prediction for Tuesday. Pleasure, Mason. Um, I nearly fell off my seat when Davy said five 0 there. <laughs> positivity for the big now. Uh, must be Robin Hart speaking to us. I think, yeah, I think the German ends up. You can always lower the, the expectation, Davey, with the, 
the scores and stuff like that. But uh, aye, it's, Craig, uh, Craig, I got a new sorry, I got a new uh, load of positivity. We're singing, always look on the bright side of life. The PSV players. <laughs> I knew there was something big. In, I knew there was something. <laughs> um, it's, it's a, it's a, do you know that's a really really good question? Um, who's been the best signing? And do you know see having a player that scored what is it? Seven and eight or something like that he scored, um, and you're you're still going like who's the better player, um, or who's who's the better signing? Sorry, because they're all completely different types of players. But um, it's hard because I was thinking when when the two Davies were talking there, the best way you can come up with that is who would you miss most? And I think see if you take Lawrence, Tillman, or Trollac out of that team just now, you're going to miss either or. Um, I would go for Tillman. Um, I think the way that he can pick the ball up just outside the 18-yard box and take us up the other end of the park within 15 seconds, the way that he, um, for me, is a complete upgrade from Aribo. Um, and Aribo is a phenomenal football player, and I think he's going to prove that over the years when he's down in England. Um, just with us, he seemed to have what, what, what I was saying earlier on, the handbrake on, um, for whatever reason. Whenever he took the handbrake off, he got moments like Braga, like when he scored the goal against um, Frankfurt. Um, he gave us some amazing moments. Tillman seems to be doing that every single game. He, there, was, there was points where he's bringing the ball down and it's coming 30 yards in the air and he's bringing it down with one touch. Um, and then the next touch, he's, he's pinging it out to Kent or pinging it out to whoever's on the right wing. Um, for me, it would be Tillman. Um, and I will be extremely disappointed if we're talking about a 2-0 win um, on Tuesday, so I'm going for 4 0 Nice one, Craigie. I'm going to go a little bit different then with the signing of the summer because you boys have all said Tillman. Um, I did say at the start of the season, to be honest, that Tillman excited me most, but I'll go with, with the, the, the Cholak, um, Golak, um, because I've named the pod after him tonight as well, so, so I need to need to back him there. And we love a, we love a Croatian tracker, don't we? So... Um, so, yeah, I'll go, I'll go with Cholak and, and, and I'm going to go with Davey T. I'm going to go with 5-0. Um, so, uh, I'm going with you, Davey T. And then, and then hopefully we get we, we give someone else another hiding next Saturday. But we'll save that to talk about that for Thursday night. But, yeah, thanks, everyone, for tuning in and watching. We are the people. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.